Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Week five in the NFL kicks off tonight. We got Seahawks-Rams. Hell of a Thursday night game to kick off week five in the NFL. Jared Bailey, Kurt Hamas are with you. This is Laces Out. However you are listening, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you making us part of your day. Uh, Kurt, big weekend ahead of us. How you doing, mate? It is a big weekend ahead of us, and I think this might be – maybe it is probably the best Thursday night game we've had because, what, we've had Texans, Panthers. What else did we have? It, it's never usually well, an Last week didn't game. disappoint too much. I mean, Cincinnati-Jacksonville <laughs> went down to the wire. Fair. That's fair. But it, this this one is – This one. This is, is the it. biggest profile one in terms Rams, of the ones that we've had thus Seahawks, far. Seahawks, potential Super Bowl favorites in the Rams. Seahawks are always an exciting team to watch. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, looking forward to Bills Chiefs. That's been circled on my schedule, circled on many, many people's calendars for weeks. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of good games this week. There's a lot of there good is. games. So we'll dive right into it. And I mean, we can start, we can start quickly with this uh, this Thursday night game a little bit here. Um, you know, if we're if you're listening to us further on down the road, maybe Saturday, you can hear how wrong we were, maybe. But uh, last week we see the Rams drop a game. And first loss of the year to the Cardinals, maybe a surprising game there. But nevertheless, Rams are back at it, and I would be fairly surprised if they lose two games in a row, especially the way their offense has been playing against the Seattle defense, which is good, but not great. And I, it's just these games are always a shootout. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, but I just I don't see the Rams dropping two games in a row, my friend. Yeah, and not to give – I saw a tweet that was really funny, like how every primetime game is previewed. Like, all right, this team doesn't want to lose. Neither does this team. Both quarterbacks are demigods. The fate of the universe hangs in the balance. So I, I get the, uh, the kind of a stereotypical nature of this. But, no, I mean, the Rams, they're a team that's had Russell Wilson's number since mm-hmm. he's been in the NFL. I mean, he's 8-11 and 11 against them throughout his career. Uh, they've always seemed to at least pull one – you know, between the two games, they always seem to kind of split them. Uh, throughout uh, his career in Seattle. So, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks don't want to go to two and three. And the Rams, I just don't see them dropping back-to-back games either. So there's a lot of early implications in this game, uh, specifically in the NFC West, specifically for the Rams who were trying to, you know, keep that lead uh, for the number one seed in the, in the NFC as a whole, not not just the NFC West. They're trying to get, you know, lock up home, home field advantage in the bye. So, right. And um, if you're Seattle, you, like you said, you do not want to go to two and three, especially in this yeah. division. Um, yeah. You know, they, we saw them beat the 49ers last week. Cardinals are still undefeated. You got it. You have to at least split the season series with the Rams. Uh, if you're Seattle, it might come down to Seattle or San Francisco being the odd man out. Uh, when we did our, our preseason predictions here, I had Car- or I had Arizona as the odd man out, and still could be the case. We're still early in the season here, but yeah, it's trending towards that way that that Arizona might uh, be a powerhouse in this in this league so far. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I if if I'm the Rams or if I'm a betting man, I probably lean more towards the Rams because of just the way that they've been playing. I mean, they, they really got dominated last week against Arizona. I think it was a 17-point win for Arizona. I don't see them having an off week two weeks in a row. Uh, Matt Stafford is a man on a mission looking for that MVP trophy. And, I mean, the resurgence of Cooper Cup is fun to watch, even though I took Robert Woods instead of him in fantasy. Um, <laughs> it's But it, it is fun to watch. And it's, this is these division games, the, the Seahawks, the Rams – uh, 49ers and the Cardinals are always fun games to watch. seems like DK Metcalf always has a good week when he plays the division rivals, especially on primetime. So 
we'll see. I mean, Seattle has a ton of firepower, but so do the Rams. Yeah, and I think this game is more important for Seattle than Los Angeles simply because, I mean, you already touched on it. You don't want to be sub-500 early on in the season in this division. Now, in terms of Los Angeles, I, I, I still think that they're a better overall team than the Cardinals. I know that they just lost, but it just seemed that they were out of it. If, you know, once they play again later this year, I would bet on the Rams to, to even the season series. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they bounce back. I think it is close, though. I don't think anybody's going to run away with it. Uh, but if they do, you know, I think it'll be the Rams simply because Seattle's defense just isn't up to the caliber that, that it needs to be. So mm-hmm. if it's a shootout, then I would definitely favor the Rams in this. I would, too. I would, too. Uh, now, the real question is, are you going to be waking up at 930 in the morning Sunday to watch Jets Falcons in London? Is that even a question? Zach Wilson's playing in the game. Of course, I'm going to be up to watch it. <laughs> of course, you're not going to sleep. It's going to be like Christmas morning watching Zach Wilson on primetime. Exactly. So now this is, you know, I think for the Jets, this is going to be a very similar game to last week. They're playing a team that has offensive firepower, but you know, note the, Calvin Ridley is out. Exactly. I was just about to get to that. They yeah. didn't, you know, the Tennessee Titans didn't have Julio Jones or AJ Brown. The Falcons aren't going to have Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? That in the year 2021, between Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson would be the best offensive <laughs> yes. weapon for the Atlanta Falcons. Right, so right. that's not a shot against Cordero Patterson by any means. It's just he's he, he has silently produced on almost every team he's been. He on. had three I mean, touchdowns he, last week. I know, and he's been on. I mean, he's been on a ton of teams. He was on Oakland, Vikings, they were, Bears, Oakland, they were on Vikings, Raiders. Who else? He was on Chicago. He yeah. Was on, I don't know. It's a, it's a game in itself to name off all the teams he's been exactly. on. Exactly. No, I mean, it, it, it'll, it might be an exciting game just because of these are two bad teams. And it might be, you know, we can watch Kyle Pitts. We can watch Zach Wilson, who played well last last week with Corey Davis, who had a big game. Um, Jamison Crowder being back for the Jets yes. is also very yes. huge. So I think it's going to be extremely similar to Jets-Titans last week. It's a Falcons team with an atrocious defense, offensive guys that are missing, and – the Falcons don't even have a run game to turn to either. So the Jets are three-point dogs in this game. I bet them outright to win. Like, this just feels like mm-hmm. an easy – not easy. You know, both teams aren't that great. But the Jets, I feel like this plays right into the hand of what Zach Wilson wants to do. They're going to play, you know, an air raid type offense where Zach Wilson's just saying, ah, oh, to hell with it, watch this, <laughs> and bombing uh, passes to Corey Davis and Jameson Crowder. So I think the Jets win this game. I think they get to two and three. And uh, Atlanta, man, they're – we both said that they were. You had them winning one game. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to be that as, bad. As of now, I'm still correct. <laughs> <laughs> and technically, I'm still correct on my Raiders pick, too. <laughs> we'll get into that. But um, yeah, I, I think you know the Falcons are going to be a top five draft team this year. Absolutely. None of us saw anything big from them. I there, think there's it nothing exciting about that team. Calvin Ridley is very good, but we haven't seen what we thought we would get in Kyle Pitts. Obviously, the tight end position is hard to come into the league right away and dominate. Yeah. I still think he'll be a good player. He's a freak of nature athlete. Um, but there's nothing on that team that excites you. There's nothing on that team that scares you. And I, I kind of I made this argument when I put out my season prediction. When they're in a close game, an example like this, when you play the Jets, when you're in a close game, I'm not betting that the Falcons are going to pull it off. How many times have we seen the Falcons blow it in the fourth quarter or blow it on a, a last-second play, you know? It's – it's never easy for them, and they got worse this past offseason. So 
I, I can't see them winning many games this year. Yeah, and my buddy uh, Ollie Hodgkinson from PFN tweeted out, the good news for Falcons fans, the Jets haven't overcome a 20-point deficit since 2000, so if Atlanta gets up big, that's something to pay attention to. Now, I replied saying, well, the bad news for Atlanta fans is the Falcons suck, so I don't expect that to happen. Um, so yeah, I think the Jets win this game. It'll be fun. I mean, going back to London's cool. You know, they didn't get to do it last year because of COVID. So it'll be it'll be fun to see. Um, there is another game. I mean, there's plenty of games we're going to dive into. But um, let's just get right into the the biggest game of the week. Your Buffalo Bills heading to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are three point favorites in this game, coming off a big win against the Eagles. Uh, the Buffalo Bills just shut out the Houston Texans. You're feeling confident. You know, we talked about it earlier this week. Um, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, uh, the Chiefs did gain a point in terms of advantage. They were two and a half point favorites. The line's gone up to three. Uh, so how are you feeling as of right now about Buffalo going into Arrowhead? I'm confident, but I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, obviously, it's still sitting in the back of every Bills fan and every Bills player's brain what happened last year. I mean, they beat them twice. The, the Chiefs came into Buffalo, beat them. Bills went to Arrowhead in the AFC Championship. They lost there. So, it's never easy. Uh, it'll never be easy, you know, as long as Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback of that team. But it, it's it's doable. Um, with the way that this Bills defense has been playing this year, you can absolutely slow down this, that Chiefs offense because you're not going to stop it. Nobody's going to be able to stop the Chiefs offense. There's, that's not how you beat them. You have to keep yeah. up with them. And the Bills absolutely have the offense to keep up with Kansas City. And the Kansas City's defense has been bad. Um, it's been it's been bad. I mean, they are they're ranked second to last in the league in overall defense per yards per game. I believe they're ranked second last in the league in passing defense. And and I'm just going off the top of my head here. And I think they're sixth worst in the league and run defense. Maybe those two are flipped. But either way, I mean, they're they're last in the league in, in a lot of categories there. And with a team like Josh, with led by Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and now Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, who's coming out as a kind of a resurgence career, um, and a run game that's really been moving the past few weeks, it's going to be a very high scoring game. Um, but that's how you, that's what you got to do when you beat the Chiefs. You got to score a lot of points. You got to maybe take some chances. You don't want to get too conservative. You don't want to say, you know, we're in the red zone. Maybe it's fourth and two, let's kick a field goal. You, you maybe want to put up six there because they might march down the field and put up six themselves. So going into Arrowhead uh, is never easy, but Sunday night football, there's no better time to uh, have a revenge game from that AFC championship than this week. Uh, Buffalo's defense is going to get a lot of love this week because they've shut out two teams in three weeks. Um, I will say this, though, about Buffalo's defense. They face Ben Roethlisberger, Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> Taylor Heineke, and Davis Mills. Yes. So, again, not trying to take anything away from it. Getting a shout-out against anybody is impressive, much less getting two of them in a, in a span of three weeks. It's incredibly hard to do. Um, mm -hmm. This is by far their their biggest test of the year. So, now, Kansas City is going to put up points. We know that. It's can Josh Allen and the Bills keep up. Mm -hmm. And you're right. They do have the personnel to do it. You know, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, like they have the guys to do it. Dawson Knox is emerging as a really good tight end as well. So and Kansas City is having a lot of trouble guarding the tight ends this year with coverage because their linebacking core is not very strong. So that could be a big, big part of this game. Dawson Knox has been playing really well these past few weeks. Josh Allen really looks towards him in the red zone. So if you got Josh Allen in fantasy, I'm not, I'm not a fantasy expert, but or sorry, if you have Dawson Knox in fantasy, I'm not an expert, but uh, that might be a good move. Yeah. So I do think that, you know, Buffalo's defense will come down to earth a bit this game. Um, mm -hmm. So. Fair. Now, granted, and 
I don't want to give too much away on what I think about the game, but I just don't see the Chiefs starting two and three. I really don't. So we'll, we'll okay. see what happens. We'll see. We'll see if Buffalo can uh, conquer that beast uh, on Sunday night football. Correction on my stats here. I did have it flipped. I just looked it up. So the Chiefs are sixth worst in the league uh, in passing defense. They are giving up, according to ESPN, 291.8 yards per game. Uh, and in terms of the run against the run, they are third worst in the league, 146 yards per game. So yeah. it hasn't been great. Um, a big factor of this game is Matt Milano is questionable with a hamstring injury. That's nah, going to be big if he's out. He has, he has been playing like an all pro this year so far. So if he's not good to go, um, that's it's never easy to, to cover uh, Travis Kelsey in, uh, on defense, but That'll be a that'll be a big test for that Bills defense if Milano can't go. So we'll see. Um, we shall see. But I've been I've been looking forward to this game for a long, long time. I, I mean, know it's, you have. it's it's going to be. I mean, uh, for the foreseeable future, for the long time future here, it just seems like it's going to be the new. You know, I don't want to compare it to Brady and Manning because nobody's going to be those two. But it's kind of similar to that. You know, the two young quarterbacks in this league in the AFC seem like they're going to kind of be running the show for a little while. I think it'll be uh, it's going to be very fun going down the, going down the road here. And if the Bills do win this game, they are very they're looking very likely for that number one seed. They um, would be definitely in the driver's seat for that. And if not, I mean, it's still very likely. The Chiefs have a tough schedule the rest of the year, and the Bills have a laughable schedule for the rest of the year. I mean, the Bills still have to play the Jets twice. They still have to play Patriots twice. They have to play at Miami Atlanta, again. They have to play Jacksonville. They have to play Miami. They could still win that number one seed, even if they do drop this game. It's not the end of the world, but I do think that they could and should win this game. Well, we shall. We'll see what happens. I do, like I said, I don't see Kansas City dropping to two and three, but we'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, Steelers and Broncos. The Steelers uh, are a point and a half favorite in this game. Now, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. They don't have KJ Hamler. They don't have Jerry Judy. Melvin Gordon is also questionable for this game. So it's very likely that Drew Locke's going to be starting. They could be without Melvin Gordon. I, I get it. Pittsburgh's at home. Um, I'm going to quote our buddy Matt Vertoram um, from the Stacking the Box podcast and fans. I go watch the Stacking the Box podcast, uh, the latest episode. It's very fun, and it's funny to watch Matt get riled up. Um, this is Custard's last stand for Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> there is – one in three is a hard enough hole to dig out of, especially in this division. If they fall to one in four, you, it's done. Oof. This that absolutely there's no coming back from that, especially yes. with the schedule that they have. So by all means, like I'm gonna be hoping for a win, obviously, but they've given me no reason to be optimistic about getting one. Um right. now the running game last week against Green Bay it looked good. Mm-hmm. Good is a strong word. It looked better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Nigel Harris, I think he had 57 or something yards on the ground. So it wasn't anything spectacular, but it's better than the 30 that he had been getting. Yes. Uh, and, he, and he averaged north of four yards a carry. So look, Denver has the fourth best rush defense in football. So can't see this going well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a slugfest. Um, so if I could give any sort of advice on betting this game, it would be bet the under, under 39 and a half points. I think it could very well be like a 19-16, 16-13 game like mm-hmm. that. It's going to be ugly. Both offenses are going to be depleted. Um, for set, for different reasons, but the Steelers just don't give me a reason to be optimistic right now. If TJ Watt and Melvin Ingram keep eating Drew Locke like the pass rush did last year, then maybe. But right now, I don't really have 
too much of a reason to be optimistic about this. Um, is, uh, is is Big Ben dealing with an injury? Because I saw, didn't he get hurt last last, last week? Or am I? Ben's always dealing with an injury. Kurt. He, I, he did say, what didn't he say? Like a couple of weeks ago, he said after a game, he was everything like, hurts. Yeah, everything <laughs> hurts, and that's not what you want to hear from your starting quarterback. Um, but. <laughs> Like you said, I mean, we raved about this Denver defense all offseason. Yeah, uh, I still love this Denver defense a lot. I mean, I love Denver a lot this year. Uh, it, it sucks that Teddy Bridgewater went down because he was really playing well. Um, but he, he could get back this week. Uh, either way, you know, I think I want to lean towards Pittsburgh. I, or, sorry, Denver. Um, I just don't trust that Pittsburgh offense. I really don't. And it's a knock against Ben Roethlisberger because he just can't throw. He can't move. He can't throw. It's a Najee Harris show. You know, Deontay Johnson is is a great player. He he had a good week last week, but I'm just not sure that's enough. Um, We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm incorrect on this one, but in, in Pittsburgh might help a little bit, you know, in the home crowd, get, get the defense going and force some turnovers from Drew Locke if he plays. But like you said, if they drop the one and four, Holy moly! This is uh, this could get ugly. Yeah, and they play Seattle next week. So, Ooh. <laughs> ouch! <laughs> it's not, not looking not looking great. But Steeler fans, there is one saving grace, and that is Aaron Rodgers is the odds-on favorite to be the Week One starter for Pittsburgh in 2022, plus 200. Come on. That's at what we're point, holding on to at, right now, Pittsburgh. At this point, I'm I'm really not going to be surprised. He's not going to be in Green Bay next year. Pittsburgh and Denver makes the most sense. And if Pittsburgh says, look do you at want to play for Mike Tomlin, Aaron Rodgers, right. or do you want to play for Vic Fangio? Come on. This is an easy, this is an easy decision. It's an easy decision. Aaron Denver's got a lot of weapons there. I don't know. He might, but so does Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got good. They weapons. are extremely similar teams. Both have they really are. good skill position guys. Mm-hmm. Both have very good defenses. Pittsburgh yep. just needs to rebuild the offensive line in the off season. And I think that's what that's going to be the biggest plan. Is to do that, but let's not look at. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just gonna say, you know, maybe he doesn't want to follow in Peyton Manning's footsteps, and he wants to go his own way and and sign with Pittsburgh, and maybe bring them, bring them to the promised land. We'll see. Um, But he can give Terry Bradshaw a call. Terry will give him number twelve. He'll give him his blessing. It'll be it'll be fantastic. (laughs) He doesn't have to switch to his college number and eight, and have to confuse things with Melvin Ingram if he's back next year. It'll be. There's so many great things about this, and we we can we can save that for. The I know, I know, I know. Uh, there there is plenty of season left, but we'll stick in the AFC North here because the Bengals are playing Aaron Rodgers, um, and they the are. Bengals are hot right now. If the season ended today, the Cincinnati Bengals would be the number one two or the number two seed in the AFC uh, because they are leading that division. Uh, the Ravens play the Colts, uh, and the Browns play the Chargers. So. All, all AFC North teams. is yes. busy this week. They got a, a tough, tough schedule here, the AFC North. Um, I don't see Cincinnati winning. I don't eh, – yeah, the, the Ravens should win, um, and the Browns should win, but I don't know. Chargers I don't think – oh, saying the Browns should win, no, I don't. I couldn't disagree I think, more with I that. Think the, I think the, Brown, the Browns have one of the best overall rosters in football. I, think I do Browns, too. Yeah, so they should win. Um, I still uh, – I still don't think they should win just because they have a good. Did they're, you see the way Baker Mayfield played last week? Did you see how their defense is playing? Their defense is unbelievable this year. That's great. They are. They are. Um, Justin Herbert is also unbelievable this year. Okay. So okay. So it's a clash of the titans. Then the defense. The defense. 
do you think Miles Garrett is going to eat that defensive line apart or offensive line apart and put Justin Herbert on his backside? I'm not saying I'm not making my pick right now. I'm not saying that the Browns are going to win um, because apparently now Baker Mayfield has a torn labrum. Um, he'll, he's is still that playing. on his throwing shoulder or is it in his left shoulder? I don't know. Or do we not know? I, I, I don't want to say anything because I don't, I don't know the exact details, but I know he has a torn labrum in one of his shoulders. Um, so either that's way, that's I mean, where the labrum is, right? The shoulder. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but I'm, fairly confident that's what it is um, let's look up what where labrum is because <laughs> if we're wrong about this we're gonna get clowned I, i'm like 99 sure it's in the shoulder it's in the shoulder it's in I the shoulder yes. okay. okay um so yes he's been he's apparently been dealing with this since the houston game which is understandable we kind of critiqued that offense a little bit from last week's game against minnesota um but he's not getting surgery he said he's gonna play through it and apparently odell beckham jr has had this for 10 years and doesn't want to get surgery so I'm not a doctor. I don't know how this works, but I guess you can play with a torn labrum. Um, more power to you, I guess. Maybe maybe get that addressed in the offseason. But um, either way, it's going to be a fun game. I mean, Justin Herbert is hot. I mean, they are that is a hot team coming in right now. And that's a big, big test for that, that Cleveland defense. Um, it, it's in Los Angeles, but I don't really think there's a home field advantage thing in Los Angeles technically um, well, that's what they get for leaving san diego there will probably be more browns fans there i would i would guess um i don't know i i, I like this game a lot though i kind of wish it was going to be a monday night game or something because i've got a sneeze I'm not, coming i'm not too super intrigued with an indianapolis baltimore game um god bless you so thank you we'll see but like we said the afc north this is a uh this is a busy busy week for them yeah no it is uh the Chargers are two point favorites uh against the browns right now Green Bay three-point favorites against the Bengals. Ravens six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Colts. That's the game. Uh, it actually got moved to seven. So I bet on it when it was plus six-and-a-half. I wish I would have waited. Um, the Colts, I mean, we've talked about already on here. You know, they could have beat the Rams, probably should have beaten the Rams. And then they go out and they beat Miami pretty handedly uh, on the road. So I think the Colts are a better team than what their record shows. I think Baltimore's a worse team than what their record shows. Um, I think that at the bare minimum, Indianapolis covers here. Would not shock me if they – now, it is in Baltimore. That is one thing right. that the Ravens have to their advantage. Um, but, you know, you know, I'm a Carson Wentz believer. I love their defense. I love Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, I'm a big big Colts guy as well, I yeah. think, this year. So I, mean, I, like I think that – I think a minimum they cover. I think there's you know a better than zero chance that they go in and uh, win their second in a row. That's fair. That is fair. Um, now, the big question. Do we still have an undefeated team after week five? Because the Arizona Cardinals are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. We love those NFC West matchups. We get one tonight with the Rams and the Seahawks. I, I think the Cardinals stay undefeated. I, I really do. Um, they are. We just talked about the Chargers being hot. Arizona is hot. I mean, Kyler Murray is an unbelievable talent right now. He is maybe playing better than anybody. Um, eh, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. But either way. The Cardinals are a very good team. And San Francisco, I have not been too super impressed with. I thought they would be a good team, um, and they still are a good team, but their defense is kind of dealing with some injuries, playing a little questionable. I, I just think Arizona is a better overall team, and I, I think that their defense gets it done, whether we see Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that's the, the biggest question of this game is who's going to be the quarterback. Um, now, if it is Jimmy Garoppolo – uh, or Trey Lance, like I still like Arizona. Because yep. regardless, if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, then you got a quarterback with a bum calf playing. 
who <laughs> lacks any sort of big playability. And if it's Trey Lance, then you got a rookie quarterback who's making his first career start against an undefeated team with a defense that's playing better than expected. Um, now, I like Trey Lance. I do. But uh, I do like Arizona regardless in this game. Uh, the line got moved. Arizona started out five and a half point favorites. The line's gone down at four and a half. So, right. again, wish I would have waited. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, San Francisco's defense will help keep them in it because they are a good defense. Not as good as they have been in previous years, though. I think that's right. important to point out because they're that's what I was expecting. That that was the type of defense that I was expecting from them this year. I thought they would have a big bounce back because you know last year we saw them deal with so many injuries. Um, their secondary is a little beat up, a little questionable, but the the Cardinals just beat the Rams by seventeen points last week. Um, oh, but that's I, that's another big question into this. Like, is this going to be kind of where they come down a little bit fair. after a big they, game against yeah. another division rival? They could come down. They could come down to earth, and I mean, it doesn't get much easier next week because they play the the uh, the Browns next week. So they travel to Cleveland, then they play Denver after that. So God, what a fun game that's going to be! Yes, and I mean, at some point they they should uh, come back down to earth a little bit. I don't think that they're going. They're be not going to win all three of these next games. I don't think so. They're going to have to lose one. Um, I wouldn't be totally surprised if it's San Francisco, but I also yeah. think that the Cardinals should win this game. If they're going to lose anything, I think it'll it would be against Cleveland next week. Yeah, that's going to be the, their biggest test to me is you know against that Cleveland defense. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that how that goes. Um, but yeah, I'm Kyler Murray. The offense is really in tune, and not just Kyler Murray. It's like it's not just DeAndre Hopkins. It's AJ Green one week. AJ it's Rondale Moore game. one week. It's Christian Kirk. Like they have a lot of weapons. They go four deep at receiver, and they're using all of them. So. Mm-hmm. It's you know, this air raid type offense that Arizona runs. It's it's hard to beat because you've got a quarterback that can run a million miles an hour as well. So right. uh, Arizona looks good. They're, they've been a pleasant surprise. Um, yeah. Let's stay in the NFC, though, because um, the Carolina Panthers making another big trade for another cornerback. So, you know, a few weeks ago, they trade for C.J. Henderson. Uh, this week, they trade for Stephon Gilmore. And now, when they're completely healthy, they've got a defensive backfield that features Stephon Gilmore. J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, A.J. Bouye, Jeremy Chin. Yes, that is the best in football. I, I would, I would, I don't even think you have to argue. I think that is yeah. the best in football. Um, and I mean, even even the front seven is good. I mean, I got Brian Burns, I got Derek Brown, Hassan yeah. Reddick over this year. I mean, this team very quickly got very good. Um, and you know, the the whole thing was oh, Stephon Gilmore is getting released. The Patriots can't get anything for him. Yeah, what was much. that all about? That was the weirdest. No, thing. apparently nobody wanted to trade anything because they didn't want to take that contract on, uh, which is a big contract. But Carolina's got the money. Carolina's going for a run here. Why not? Uh, I like the move a lot. You know, you mentioned they're dealing with some injuries, but they are a very good team, and I like this move a lot for them. And it speaks to a team that is being proactive. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see something, if there's a if there's a chance to get a big guy and you like your odds going forward and you feel, yeah, if we can be even better with this guy, let's go get him. Right. Like, to me, I love teams that are proactive like that. That's what wins in the NFL. You know, Sean right. McVay and the Rams don't sit around and wait for guys in college to help them get better. No, they go out and get Jalen Ramsey. They go out and uh, make moves offensively as well. They go and trade for Matthew Stafford. Like, this is... Proactive teams are the ones that win in the NFL now, um, right. and I think and, that I think yeah. that rebuilding through the draft is gonna kind of die down a little bit for teams like that. Um, so something to pay attention to. It's, I mean, 
you can go at it two ways because you can you can build through the draft, but you have to do it right. And that's kind of what Miami was trying to do, and it's it has not been working. Yeah, um, that's working great, isn't it? Exactly. But look what Buffalo did. I mean, Buffalo has done that entirely. Um, Brandon, Brandon Bean deserves a lot of credit for that. Brandon Bean, as soon as he came in, he you know made it known. I'm not going to go out and just sign the big names. I'm not going to throw a bunch of money at free agents. I want to build through the draft. I want to keep our guys. That's been his his mantra since he came in. So, you know, they, they trade for Stefan Diggs. That's great. That was a perfect move for them. But everybody else, Josh Allen, Tremaine Edmonds, um, Matt Milano, Deion Dawkins, all these guys were drafted and kind of just cultivated throughout their team throughout the past four or five years. So it's you can go either way if you want to draft you have to draft right and that's not easy to do which is why i think we'll see a lot of teams just saying you know let's go trade for for matt stafford let's go trade for jalen jalen ramsey stefan gilmore so it's there's two different ways that you can do it um some teams just get stuck in the middle and can't do either um but i i'm i'm happy to see that the, that the panthers are making some moves um I would assume this means that Stephon Gilmore will probably sign there this offseason. He is from Carolina, so that's kind of a you know hometown, maybe finish out his career there. Because if they make this move, they trade for him, they give up a six round pick, whatever. He's a free agent at the end of the year. So if he does walk, you know, it's kind of maybe a waste. Yeah, you make you maybe get a wild card berth, you, you make the playoffs, that's cool. But you know, you want to win championships, you want to win division titles. So I, I'd imagine we see him sign uh this offseason with them he'll he'll get his money and bill belichick will be smiling from his uh his beach chair because maybe he'll be retired but i i I like carolina this year their offense is really good their defense is really good we just ran through who they have uh they do play the eagles this week so should be another win and should be a good win for them so i'm I'm interested to see how these panthers uh kind of turn out towards the end of the year here yeah, no, I am too. And, uh, I mean, they're a team that I've been high on throughout the offseason. Glad to see them uh, continue to do well. It's a game that they should win this week uh, against Philadelphia, who is kind of kind of on the come down after you know, right. starting off hot and in week one. Reminder, too, Stephon Gilmore will not be playing. He's, Correct. He's, he's on the physically unable to play list for, I believe, at least two, three more weeks. So I he, think he's, he's on there till week six. Week six, okay, yeah. So he he's, he won't be there yet. He'll, he'll be suiting up in a few weeks, but just a, a quick note on that. Correct. Um, so we did briefly mention this game, Packers Bengals. I think that's going to be one of the more fun games of the weekend. Probably, I think it's the game I'm looking forward to most mm-hmm. in the one o'clock window because you know, Cincinnati. It's not impossible for them to win this game. They've got a no. solid defense. Their offense is humming right now. Yeah, the three point dogs at home. Mm-hmm. But if they do pull a little bit of an upset against Green Bay, they're sitting at four and one after five weeks. And wouldn't, I remember- wouldn't that be a surprise? Because I mean. Obviously, a surprise to beat the Packers, but the schedule. I mean, I, I was, I didn't think this was a very favorable schedule for them. Um, but they could surprise a lot of teams. They're hot right now. Joe Burrow is playing maybe the best football we've seen him play so far in his career. Um, I do remember us, you know, when we were doing our division preview shows and whatnot, going through the Bengals' schedule, and me sitting here saying, "I could see five and two after seven weeks. Why not?" Um, sure. Best case scenario, uh, and we're almost there. Yeah, we are. And, um, you know, to me, it was kind of a best case scenario situation. You know, I know that you didn't necessarily like them against the Vikings. Um, And there was a, you know, Pittsburgh was kind of a wild card, but they, Mm -hmm. you know, ended up winning that game as well. So um, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, I mean, you found your guy. It seems that everything's going well. Defensively, they're a lot better. I mean, bringing in Mike Hilton was big. Jesse Bates Mm -hmm. is quietly one of the best safeties in the league. 
uh, Logan Wilson, what a hell of a start of a yeah. season that he's had so far. Yeah. So um, they, they found a lot of good pieces on that side of the ball. The offensive line's better. It's not great, but it's better. Um, so kudos to Cincinnati. It's, yep. I don't think that you can really root against Cincinnati. They've never done anything to anybody. Not so uh, um, good for the Bengals. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's they're, they're hot right now. They just beat the Steelers. Granted, the Steelers were really banged up. Um, and, and I mean, come back and beat Jacksonville, come back and beat Jacksonville last week. I mean, it's, 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 it's a good sign for them. They have a lot of young talent on that team. Jamar Chase is looking like maybe the best wide receiver in this draft. I, I like the Bengals are an exciting team to watch. I just don't, I don't know if that defense is going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones and everybody that that offense has. I mean, it's, and I mean, their defense isn't great but it's 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 good and it's probably i don't want to say probably it should be good enough to take down joe burrow um we'll see i mean they just signed jalen brown but i think that's jalen brown is more of a name now everybody's just like oh jalen brown i I remember him he was good in college he was jalen smith or sorry yes oh my god i'm thinking basketball thinking celtics here um jalen smith everybody's saying you know oh this guy was really good at notre dame and he was a highly touted prospect uh, and everybody wanted their team to sign them sign him um you're probably better off that you didn't he's been bad for three years yes exactly so either way um I, i like the packers in this game but 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 i wouldn't be totally surprised if joe burrow pulls it off um Let's see what's what's another big game that we want to talk about here. There, I think we kind of hit on most of the big games. We do see Justin Fields is the official QB one for the Bears now. Even if Andy Dalton comes back, Matt Nagy finally finally announces that Justin Fields will be QB one, uh, and he goes up against the Raiders this week. So I like it. Um, I just love Justin Fields. I love the way he plays. His offensive line is going to get him killed, but he's a very exciting player to watch. And this is a good matchup for him. We saw him in his first start against the Browns just get eaten alive. That's not the first defense that you want to face in the NFL. So the Raiders are an easier team uh, to play than the Browns. The Raiders are still a good team. Uh, We saw them off to a hot start. We'll see. We'll see. I Kind of similar to the Bengals thing, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Bears win. But it is at Las Vegas, um, and that's not an easy place to play. The Raiders should win this. They're five and a half point favorites. I think that they mm-hmm. cover and win this for two reasons. One, uh, the Bears offensive line is really bad. And guys like Yannick Ngakwe, Max Crosby, Carl Nassib, I mean, they're going to get theirs. Yes. They're going to get home to Justin Fields. They're going to get pressure on him. Uh, and the Bears don't exactly have the most dynamic passing game. And I think that's the one thing that favored Vegas on their 3-0 start. Who'd they beat in those games? They beat Baltimore, Miami, Pittsburgh. What do they all have in common? None of them can pass the football. <laughs> so the the weakness of the Raiders secondary is the fact that their corners aren't good. Yep. So um, I think that you know a matchup with the Bears plays right into their hands. Like Allen Robinson's a stud. Donald Moon is really good. Um, but it, if they can't keep pressure off of Justin Fields, he's not going to have the time to make those plays. I think that the Raiders bounce back after a loss in Los Angeles to the Chargers. I think they get to four and one. Um, because of the things I just pointed out, you know, their secondary isn't great, but the bears aren't going to give Justin Fields enough time to make plays with the football. Right. And David Montgomery is out for this game. So that takes out another offensive weapon at Justin Fields disposal. So um, yeah, I mean, I I do think that the Raiders should win this game. I think that they will win this game. Um, But I think that, I think that with Justin Fields in, he's, he just kind of turns the bears into a, 
kind of a sneaky, annoying team, a team that's going to cause you some problems, a team that might stick with you throughout the game, uh, might win some games that they that they shouldn't. Um, we'll see because they still do have Matt Nagy as their head coach. Um, you can say <laughs> what you want about him. Uh, Raiders should win this game. They, they should win this game and keep that division so, so close and so, so fun. I can't wait to see how this plans out. It's going to be um, interesting. I don't. I still think that Nagy's going to be gone next year. I think the best case scenario yeah, for the Bears. I think be. best case scenario for Chicago. I did this for the Giants. I'm going to do it for the Bears as well. I think that the whole Ryan Pace Matt Nagy thing is just blown up in their face. It started off really good. I mean, you get Khalil Mack, Mitch Trubisky mm. starts playing well. You go to the playoffs. It's fantastic. And then it wasn't. Um, I think that the best thing that they can do in terms of bringing in a new head coach next year, assuming that Nagy will be gone. Either look at Greg Roman, look at Brian Dable, get one of them. I know that you, that's not what you want to hear. I assume Brian Dable is going to be a head coach next year. I, I mean, I was shocked that he wasn't this past yeah. year. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's always every coach's dream to be the head coach. Maybe he just wanted to stick with Buffalo and say, I want to go get a ring first. That's his best chance. Because, you know, if he would have signed with – if he would have went to Houston and been a head coach there, I mean, he's – no chance of getting a ring there. So another um, another possibility, though. Eric Bieniemy, Chicago yes. Bears head coach. Yeah, you know, I mean, he should have been a head coach three years ago. Yeah, he's been incredible since since Mahomes came in and and everything. I mean, the the Chiefs have been a powerhouse team for so many years now, and he should absolutely be considered a head coach. And I think that you know, Greg Roman gets a lot of guff for his offensive schemes because they're easily figured out after about a year teams start to kind of key in on what on what that offense is but Justin Fields he's got I think he's got a better arm in terms of you know deep accuracy than Jackson does so you bring and, over I mean, a guy Greg, like Greg Roman that could help their offense too right and, and Roman was in when Tyrod Taylor was with the Bills so all you know Tyrod Taylor Lamar Jackson Justin Fields all kind of similar quarterbacks is that they're mobile they have good arms decent arms very good arms with Justin Fields. So it it makes sense. Um, I just – I don't want to see Brian Dable leave, but that's just the name of the game. When you're a good team, everybody's going to want a piece of it. So uh, it, All Bears, three of those would be great hires for the Bears, though, whether it's Roman, whether it's Dable, whether it's Eric Bieniemy, All absolutely. of them would be, I think, at this point, upgrades. Mm -hmm. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, the Bears have – I think they, they have a bright future if they can figure out the coaching staff. It's just – kind of messy right now uh i don't know we'll see this year's probably not the year but we'll see because if aaron Rodgers leaves next year that leaves the division wide open very and, uh, wide open i mean the the vikings yeah yeah they, they would be the the odds on favorite i would favorite, imagine yeah right? um but i don't know we'll see we we have the lions facing the chiefs this year or oh my god the lions facing the vikings this year I'm getting crossed up in my games here. So <laughs> Detroit is traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota should win that game, but I don't know because Jared Goff really hasn't been playing terribly. Um, it's one that I'm, I nervously included in a parlay. I I didn't do the spread. I teased it down to, um, I think the spread was eight and a half. I teased it down to two and a half just okay. because I, I just don't trust Minnesota. I mean, the, the Lions have kept it close. Uh, they, they kept it within two points when they played the Ravens. They had to win on the last second field goal. Uh, the Bears beat them last week by 10 points. But they're, I don't know. I mean, they, they could stick with they could stick with any team. They could definitely stick with Minnesota and that defense. So we'll see. Minnesota's probably going to score a lot of points on that uh, Detroit defense. But um, besides that, we got Patriots, 
Patriots Texans Davis Mills going up against that Patriots defense. My goodness, I am praying for him yeah. uh, after getting shut out forty to nothing to the Bills. Mac Jones should be. This could be your game to kind of show it. Uh, you know, you he looked really good against Tampa Bay. This could be your game to put up some points and, and say that you can be the quarterback for the future here. Um, I don't. I don't think there's really anything else that we can say about that game. Um, if as long as all 53 Patriots show up to NRG, they should cover. Yes. What What is the spread? I, I don't even know. Nine I don't and even a half. Need to know the spread, and I think they'll cover. So yeah, nine and a half for, for nine and, and a half. All right. Uh, what else we got? We got Saints Washington. That's that'll be. I don't know which way to lean on that one whatsoever. Two, like, two good defenses. Saints very good defense. Washington's Washington. defense somewhat underperforming this year. Yes. I, I would By say somewhat, so. un- I, I mean they're underperforming a lot this year. Um, and I mean Taylor Heineke, Jameis Winston. I like uh, Heineke more than I like Winston. Yeah, I do too because because Washington has playmakers. I think Antonio Gibson's dealing with some injuries, um, but they still have Terry McLaurin. And God Almighty, is Terry McLaurin good? Probably the most underrated wide receiver in the league. I mean, if he is with. Any other quarterback, he's a top five. I still would say he's a top five wide receiver right now. I think he's going to be kind of this next few years, Allen Robinson. Oh, I hope not. I hope not because I love Terry McLaurin. If Washington can get a quarterback in there, they could be – and I mean, their defense is good. Their defense, they have so many good players on defense, but they, like you said, they're underperforming this year. Um, Aaron Rodgers to Washington confirmed. Come on. Ron Rivera, give him a call. That would be That would be beautiful. Terry McLaurin. Bring Devontae Adams down with you, sure. Washington could be a, a next. Oh, they're a pa- they're a package deal now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. You think Devontae Adams wants to play in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers? You no. think he wants to play with Jordan Love? Come on now. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, no, this is a game that I haven't touched in terms of betting, just because I seriously don't know which way to go. Like that's fair. New, New Orleans defense will keep them in it, and mm-hmm. it's not like the the Washington football team has a dynamic offense. Now they look good last week against Atlanta, but you and I would look good against Atlanta. So hey, come on. we can't we can't say that anymore. Remember the Kendall Hinton story? Well, I think that um, <laughs> it's obvious sarcasm yes, here. Um, so yeah, so it's if Taylor Heineke, you know, keeps playing the way he did against Atlanta, he did throw a few questionable balls that could have been turnovers. But it's not like Taylor Heineke is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But he's still all right. I think he's proven himself to be you know that one of those lower tier starters or a high end backup. Right. Um, so it's a game that'll be interesting. I'll say that much. I'm not touching it in terms of betting. Kind of hope Washington wins just so I can keep doing this victory dance on the Saints. Uh, so if they lose again, you know, they lost to the Giants last week, which thank you, New York, for helping me uh, win that parlay. Appreciate it. Um, it no, I, it's a game I'm looking forward to, though. It's one of, it's, I think, that, is that one of the early afternoon ones, one o'clock kickoff? That is a one o'clock game, yes, in Washington. Yeah, so I'll have that one on just to uh, see, sure. see what happens. I'm looking, right. I, it'll be fun, though. So I'm just going to run through the rest of the games because they're really nothing to talk about. Dolphin, Dolphins versus Bucks. Bucks are 10-point favorites. I bet them to cover. Okay. Uh, Titans, Jaguars. Titans just have so many injuries on offense. Their defense is not playing well. I would not be totally surprised if the Jags get their win there. Uh, I heard that Urban Meyer was going to be flirting with 19-year-olds at the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who do you got in this game? I, I – Tennessee should bounce, but like here, if the whole urban thing didn't happen, I would be hesitant to not bet Jacksonville. But this whole thing is a. I don't want to pick Jacksonville. I I know, but and you're you have every right to do that. But the whole distraction thing to a young team, man, like 
I think good. I think Urban's going to be. Do you think he's going to make it throughout the year? No, I don't. And I didn't even think he would when this whole thing started. I don't okay. think either of us were fans of him coming in. There Absolutely was, not. It was it was maybe like a, a slight like maybe maybe. I mean, this could be a, a good cool duo, but no, I, I I don't think he should, and I don't think he will, especially after everything going on now. Um, let's see. Last game that we haven't talked about: Giants Cowboys. Cowboys will put up a lot of points. Giants have looked better throughout the past couple of weeks here. Daniel um, Jones looked good last week. He did. Daniel Jones look, did look good. Uh, it's in Dallas. I, I would probably say Dallas on this one. I don't know what the spread is. You know it off the top of your head? Yeah, Cowboys are seven-point favorites. Seven points. Hmm. I, I mean, the Giants' Dallas defense is good. defense has been playing incredible. I mean, that's the thing, Trayvon though. Like, Diggs is playing him and, and Daniel Jones is still – somewhat reckless with the ball would right. not be surprised if there's at least one turnover Dallas has been capitalizing off those this year. So I think the Cowboys win. Um, it depends on how well Daniel Jones protects the ball, how well the giants defense keeps Dallas out of the end zone on mm-hmm. how close it'll be. All right. All right. So I, I think I, I, Dallas isn't going to be one of my picks, but uh, I, I think I like Dallas in that game, but yeah. let's run through our picks here. Uh, a little recap from last week and week four, I went four and one. Uh, so I am I am now thirteen and seven on the year. Uh, I went four and one as well. I am fourteen and six on the year, so I'm keeping that one game lead over you. You got a, you got a one game lead on me. Um, yeah. All right. So my first pick, I'm going with tonight's game. I'm going with the Rams. We talked about it a little bit. I don't see the Rams dropping two in a row. Uh, it seems like Matt Stafford and uh, can kind of introduce himself to Russell Wilson here and uh, get the win tonight. I'm going to stick in the NFC West. I'm going to take the Cardinals over the 49ers. I don't care who the starting quarterback is going to be. It could be close just because of San Francisco's defense, but uh, Arizona, they're look, they're not going to win these next three games. They're going to lose one to either Cleveland or Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they get to 5-0 and this week against the 49ers. Okay, my next pick, one of the most exciting games of the week. I'm going with the Jets. Zach Wilson, I think he'll pick apart that Atlanta defense. Uh, we mentioned it, Jameson Crowder coming back. <laughs> um, Corey Davis played great last week. Zach Wilson played great. This is the week to do it, my friend. Come on, Zach. I'm rooting for you now. I won't root, root for you when you play the Bills, but <laughs> Jets winning two in a row. Uh, the Jets are one of my picks, too. Um, right. So, um, yeah, rolling with Zach Wilson to do the exact same thing that he did to Tennessee's atrocious <laughs> defense in London, 9.30 a.m. kickoff. Let's go. Let's go. All right, my next pick is Buffalo Bills. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I I don't want to get too confident because I, I really, you know, I, I could obviously see them losing this game because they haven't beat the Chiefs yet uh, with Josh Allen in there. So, but this just seems like it's the perfect time. The Bills started off week one against the Steelers. They lost. It was the end of the world. They win three in a row. Do it. Just do it. Beat the Chiefs. Get that monkey off your back. You can You can beat them now. If you can do it now, you can beat them in January. Just do it. Get it off your back and say that you did it. March into Arrowhead, win that number one seed, make the Chiefs come to Buffalo in January. Let's go, Bills, baby. All right, my next pick is the Kansas City Chiefs to beat ah. the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> don't see the Chiefs going two and three. I just don't see it. There's The offense is starting to hum again. I understand that they need more of a game plan than just Patrick Mahomes will win for us. The defense is a real problem, but they're putting up points at will at this point. And uh, if it turns into a shootout, I'm not betting against the Chiefs to win that. So. Kansas City over Buffalo and Arrowhead. All right. The uh, Josh Gordon revenge tour starts this week. Um, <laughs> Huzzah. My next pick, 
I'm going with the Carolina Panthers over the Eagles uh, in Carolina. Stephon Gilmore won't be playing, obviously, but maybe that gave him a little extra juice to say, you know what, this organization believes in us. They're giving us the tools to make it work. Let's go out and win this game. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's had a roller coaster season, but I don't think that he's been playing terribly, too terribly bad. Um, but Sam Darnold's been playing great. So Panthers winning this one. You and I have two of the same picks. I'm also going to pick Carolina mm-hmm. over okay. Philadelphia. Um, that defense is just going to eat Jalen Hurts alive. Um, they, they allowed a lot of points last week to Dallas. That was their hardest test of the season by far. Um, Sam yeah, Darnold did throw a couple. Offense, so. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, Sam Darnold threw a couple picks to Trayvon Diggs. He bounced back in the fourth quarter, though. They made it a one-possession game. They were still in it. So um, I, I'm not by any means do do I think that that was a disappointing performance from Carolina. It's not obviously the result that they wanted, but it was their first big test, a young defense, a young team, really, but mm-hmm. doing it without Christian McCaffrey. I think they're going to be just fine. I think they bounce back and beat another NFC East opponent in Philadelphia. Okay. I uh, I convinced myself a couple minutes ago, and I changed up my last pick. I'm going with the Jaguars. I don't know why. <laughs> it just seems like every week I have, like, this one game that, like, kind of tickles my fancy, and I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I got nothing to lose here, so I'm going with the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, he, the Tennessee defense is not good. That's we don't. It doesn't look like AJ Brown's going to play. We don't know what Julio is going to do. They just lost to the Jets last week in overtime. Um, I think the Jags are a better team than the Jets. So just just win, just win, baby. Come on, the, Urban Meyer can can win back some of the hearts of Jacksonville fans if he uh, pulls this one off. Can you imagine though? <laughs> I think that's bigger implications for the Titans than it is Jacksonville. Oh my gosh! If if, if Tennessee loses to the Jets and the Jaguars in back to back weeks, if Tennessee loses and Indianapolis wins, all of a sudden they're both two and three. Yeah, yeah. I mean that division is not good, but no, it it's still makes it fun to watch towards the end of the year how how it's going to finish out. It does. So, <laughs> Dan, you're going to talk me into it. I'm not going. I'm not going to bet it. Oh. I'm staying away from it. Um, but my last pick is Green Bay over Cincinnati. Um, the Packers, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, talking about how, oh, okay, you know, Pittsburgh kept it somewhat close. Well, the Green Bay played pretty conservative in the second half, uh, because they were up by 17 for most of it. So, um, Green Bay's playing extremely well offensively right now. Defensively, I'd like to see them get a little bit more physical, but, um, I think it's going to be a fun game. Uh, I think it'll be within a touchdown. Hopefully it's by more than three because I bet on this game. So, uh, Green Bay minus three. Uh, against Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. So, uh, in Cincinnati. It'll be a fun game. I'm looking forward to that one. But, yeah, yes, Green Bay. Yes, yes, it will. All right, my five picks. I got the Rams. I got the Panthers. I got the Buffalo Bills. I got the Jaguars and the Jets this week. I am 13-7. Uh, and seven. All right, I got the Arizona Cardinals, the Jets, the Panthers, the Chiefs, and the Packers. I'm 14-6. and six. Uh, so yeah, as always, I mean, it's going to be a fun weekend of, of, of football. It always is. Uh, yes, we're already, already in week five and it's always seems to go by, go by too quick. Fine. by we got, we got, isn't October just the best month though? Real quick. I mean, we, so got, great. we have playoff baseball, football is in full swing. It's spooky season. The, the weather is just immaculate. I, I, I love October so much. Yeah, uh, St. Louis Cardinals plus sixteen hundred to win the World Series, won seventeen straight games. I didn't know that before last night, but my friend told me. Joe Sorallo mm-hmm. told me while we were doing plays and parlays. Actually, don't know a damn thing about playoff baseball right now. Didn't did even you, remember Max Scherzer was a Dodger. Did you bet on that game last night? 
No, I didn't touch it. I don't, oh, I don't oh, I thought, know. I thought you were saying that you'd put like a couple bucks on them to no, win the series or something. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't dislike baseball. I don't think anybody can really dislike it. But Come on. Wh- playoff baseball is, is incredible. I mean, even if you just tune in for the last three innings, I mean, I watched almost the entire game last night, the Dodgers and Cardinals. Just walk off home run in a wild card game, one game, winner goes or loser goes home. Can we talk about how stupid that is? What do you mean? I love that. 162 games to play a one-game playoff? Absolutely, because then, then you get the right to go unique. Well, because for a long time, it was only one wild card. And I know, yeah. Second wild card. So I think you need to earn the right to move on to the divisional and the conference. I think it should rounds. be minimum a three-game series. See, I, I disagree. I disagree, but that's all right. This is a football podcast. We can make it a is. baseball one if you want to. Nah, <laughs> that'll be a 10-minute podcast every week of you just explaining baseball. It'll just be today. me rambling on and you just nodding your head and agreeing. Yep, baseball. It'd be, it'd be like if we did a wrestling podcast, you and I. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Which, by the way, Ben Raven, we're going to have you on again soon. My friend. Dude, yes. behind the scenes, Ben and I have been talking so much. He wants to, he wants to come back on so bad. I miss talking okay. to him. So well, when when the when the when the Lions beat the Vikings this week, we can have them on after. That'll be fun. Yeah. So Ben, if you're watching, we miss you. We miss your Daniel Bryan lookalike face. Google who uh, Brian Danielson. Sorry, it's not Daniel Bryan. It's not WWE anymore. Google Brian Danielson. He looks just like Ben. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, enough of wrestling and baseball. Kurt, where can they find you on Twitter? Find me on Twitter at Kurt K U R T Hamaser H A U M E S S E R eighty eight. Big, big, big Bills game this weekend. Uh, follow along for all the fun, all the work that I, uh, all the articles that I got out for fan sided Buffalo Rumblings. You can find me there. Jarrett, where can they find you? You can follow me on Twitter at NFL. I made an enemy out of Packers fans now, apparently, because <laughs> I said that there was a realistic chance that Aaron Rodgers would be a Steeler next year, and they came for my throat. So, um, you know, you're making enemies everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a Packers fan, this is for you. All for you. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Wow. So, you're really you're really trying to make the enemies. You know, uh, embrace it. Embrace being the bad guy. Yeah, here's exactly what I said. I said it started out as a bit. I've been riding this train. I've been conducting this train since yes. April. And it started off as a joke, uh-huh. but now there's a, an actual realistic chance that he goes to Pittsburgh and it it it, it excites me. Mm-hmm. I said that, Kurt. That's and fair. you would have thought that I would have said every Packers fan can go fornicate their mother because they got angry at me happens it happens just just brush it off any any fan base that you say anything negative or not even negative wasn't even negative any, <laughs> you say anything about a fan base that they don't like they'll rip you apart for it i suppose but regardless uh yeah fan sided two columns a week um pittsburgh sports now i'll be starting doing youtube stuff in terms of quarterback film for crocker report in november so you know, we'll, look, we'll look at the film of Malik Willis. We'll look at Carson Strong. We'll look at Sam Howe. We'll look at Matt Corral. We'll look at a bunch of these guys who are supposed to be you know, the top quarterbacks in this draft class and uh, point out their weaknesses. We'll find out who my baby of this 2022 class is. Last year it was Zach Wilson. We'll see. It seems to be Matt Corral right now. Um, but we'll dive into that more so uh, next month once we get closer to Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll see who, who the best uh, of, this, of this quarterback class is. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but yeah, at Jay Bailey NFL on Twitter and uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at the Laces Out Pod. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as you always do. Uh, Ram Seahawks tonight to kick off week five, an exciting entire slate of NFL action this week ahead. Kurt Homster, Jerry Bailey will be back next week to break it all down right here on Laces Out. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.